Listener's discretion is advised. Tonight on Random Stuff, we'll be rambling on about what happened to... I don't know, 2 and 4? Yes. Including the briefings. Yes, I'm talking about the briefings. And of course, you cannot forget, we will remember the late great John Smith who died... Uh, two weeks ago on July 18th we will put his speech from August 28th 1963 you know what that is and it'll start right now good evening to all parties who are listening here tonight we can now begin with yes once again the coronavirus updates for obvious reasons that because I do whatever the fuck I want to. Yeah. Now. Remember the whole thing about the return of the coronavirus update briefings? Well, you can't make things up. But before the whole triumphant return thing, here's some of the things at the preview what it would look like. We got a preview of what the new coronavirus briefings will be like yesterday when Trump did an interview on Fox News Sunday on Sunday on Fox News. He was interviewed by Chris Wallace and they talked about, and I'm rounding down here, everything. The main topic was the still raging coronavirus pandemic and Wallace pointed out that cases were up 194% nationwide, but Trump wasn't worried. Many of those cases are young people that would heal in a day. They have the sniffles, and we put it down as a test. Mr. President, you can't downplay this virus and your failure to address it by calling it the sniffles. The American people aren't dying of lung boo-boos or brain ouchies. He's also tried to minimize spikes in case numbers by calling them embers. And Wallace called him on that. But, but this we isn't tested. burning embers, sir. This is a forest no, no, fire. But I don't say. I say flames. We'll put out the flames and we'll put out in some cases just burning embers. We also have burning embers. We have embers and we do have flames. Florida became more flame-like. Yes, Florida has become more inflamed and that's not easy. Even before this, the state was 50% illegal fireworks, 32% meth lab explosions, 10% sunburn and 8% herpes. That add up to 100? Is that? I think it might. I'm not sure. Wallace continued to hold Trump's feet to the embers, pointing out that America has a very high mortality rate. We have the seventh highest mortality rate in the world. Our mortality rate is higher than Brazil. It's higher than Russia. When you talk about mortality rates, I think it's the opposite. I think we have one of the lowest mortality it's rates true, in the sir. world. We, well, we, we're going to we take a, a look. We had 900 deaths on a single day. We will this, take a look this week. Ready? Could you, you, can you please get me the mortality rate? Yeah. Kaylee's right here. I heard we had one of the lowest, maybe the lowest mortality I, rate anywhere in the world. You have the numbers, please? Because I heard we had the best mortality rate. The case state of similarly situated countries, as uh, Dr. Burks points out, and this is... Number, number one low mortality rate. Wow, that's an impressive stat. And it's completely wrong. Can we see Trump's source for that, Kaylee? Kaylee, can I see where, where Trump get that? He got that stat out of his ass. Out of his ass. There you go. Thank you. Wow. That's uh, quite a fucking stat there. That is quite a stat. But that's not all that happened during the last week's interview. 
Now, last week's interview also featured Trump attacking Dr. Anthony Fauci once again. Here is this audio. Wallace then asked Trump about Dr. Fauci. He's a little bit of an alarmist. That's okay. A little bit He's of an alarmist. Bit of, I'm an alarmist. A little bit of an alarmist. Fauci's job is sounding the alarm about epidemics. I'm glad Trump wasn't around during the Revolutionary War. Paul Revere, a little bit of an alarmist. There's one case of redcoats coming, and I'm pretty sure they'll disappear when it gets warmer. One if by land, two if by sea, none if by bleach. Yeah. Alarmist. We are... We alarm people. Hey, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Dr. Fauci is alarming everyone to wear a mask. The second phase is coming. The second wave is coming. But we're not out of the first wave yet. But that is not all. Yeah. We need to know how the briefings work again. So how does it work again? I, I I lost my memory since I went to the uh, cardiovascular store. Because remember, last time Trump did these briefings, his approval numbers plummeted right after he advocated injectable Lysol. So this time, his aides are saying the plan is to keep them short and tight. Now, I don't know how they're going to do that unless they fit the president with one of those doggy shock collars. We are making great progress on the quest for a vaccine, just like the great warriors who fought to defend the Confederate for Kiki! Kiki! Oh, God. That's just like when I tried to run into the street. I saw a squirrel. Wow. That shock collar was pretty tough, wasn't it? Yeah. But to approach it is the other way around. So here is how to approach it. Now, we got a preview of the president's message from White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany, seen here trying to guess the immigration status of the guys fixing her roof. Today, McEnany said this. These are going to be um, short briefings of the president mainly delivering information to the American people that's needed on therapeutics and vaccines. And the way this president has cut down bar barriers and got us to the point where we already have a vaccine in phase three clinical trial because of this president. Oh, so he's trying to take credit for the vaccine. You know, I actually invented vaccines. I said, let's just take a little bit of disease and stick it into a healthy person. Same way I approach sex. Thank you, Barbie. Now we have to focus on mask. Again, wearing a mask is so important that you need to do it. Otherwise, you'll end up like that goblin from the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we keep trying to search for that ring, and then the next thing you know, everybody's greedy for that ring. Yeah, everyone is very greedy for that ring. For the obvious reason. If you haven't watched it, you know what I mean. But here is an audio about mask. Step one, don't be out there. Stay in there. Because coronavirus is spreading like Trump's backside on a lawn chair. And yesterday, the president had his first COVID-19 briefing in three months, where he announced some startling news. He's noticed reality. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. That is a Trump presidency promise. It gets worse. You can take that to the bank, and I would take it there quickly because I've got some really bad news about our banks. 
Trump has also really evolved on masks. We're asking everybody that when you are not able to socially distance, wear a mask, get a mask. Uh, whether you like the mask or not, uh, they have an impact. He said, not wearing a mask. <sighs> Remember, kids, smoking will kill you with its delicious menthol flavor. Your corpse will have a very relaxed T-zone. Yes, the bank is pretty, pretty cool. Then you would know where the money is. And then I would try to sneak it in by sending my troops, my federal army, to attack and seize control. Now, what about the strategy? Well, yeah, the strategy of doing things. Well, here it is. To give him credit, yesterday's virus side chat showed the kind of strong, thoughtful leadership we need in January. But I'm glad Trump finally announced his COVID strategy. We are uh, in the process of developing a strategy that's going to be very, very powerful. Wait, you finally have a strategy and your strategy is to develop a strategy? Well, now we know why you never wear a mask, because all you care about is covering your ass. You don't get credit for a thing you should have done half a year ago. Hey, I finally went over to your place to feed your dog like you asked me back in February. You're welcome. I don't know why they call him man's best friend. He didn't even wag his tail. Or breathe. Well, that's because he doesn't like you. Or she doesn't like you, all right? It's part of his whole brigade of all the brigades. Now, things are looking up, actually. Everybody is rebelling, especially the one in California where a fitness gym is open. Yeah. Defying orders. That's from Fresno. I don't know what the name of the gym was, but I saw the news. I can't remember. It's on the news. Believe me. Now, coming up next, we're going to remember Representative John Lewis. Stay tuned. The fake promotional consideration is provided by... President Trump's niece is publishing a new tell-all book. And Audible has the exclusive sneak peek as read by Trump's niece herself. I remember as a child, Uncle Donald would say, I got your nose, and we would have to take him to court to get it back. You're there for the dramatic moments. Every time he brought home a new aunt, he would say, don't get attached. You'll feel as if you're part of the Trump family. We all knew Ivanka was his favorite, because in our birthday cards, he would write, Ivanka is my favorite. So visit Audible and download Mary Trump's Too Much and Never Enough. When he told me to pull his finger, he farted and blamed Obama. And we have returned after a brief ad, ladies and gentlemen. Now it is time to listen to John Lewis's speech. Now remember... John Lewis's speech from August of 1963. That was the same month that Martin Luther King Jr. gave his I Have a Dream speech. Yes, that was a march on to Washington. 
Now, this is very significant because, like I said, this was the same time Martin Luther King Jr. gave his I Have a Dream speech. So, let us listen in. I have the pleasure to present to this great audience young John Lewis, National Chairman, Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, Brother John Lewis. today for jobs and freedom, but we have nothing to be proud of, but hundreds and thousands of our brothers are not here, but they're receiving starvation wages or no wages at all. While we stand here, there are sharecroppers in the Delta of Mississippi who are out in the field working for less than $3 a day, 12 hours a day. While we stand here, there are students in jail on trumped-up charges. Our brother James Farmer, along with many others, is also in jail. We come here today with a great sense of misgiving. It is true that we support the administration's civil rights bill. We support it with great reservation, however. Unless, unless Tile Three is put in this bill, there's nothing to protect the young children and old women who must face police jobs and fire hoses in the South while they engage in peaceful demonstration. In its present form, this bill will not protect the citizen of Danville, Virginia, who must live in constant fear of a police state. It will not protect the hundreds and thousands of people that have been arrested upon Trump charges. What about the three young men, Snickfield's secretary in America's Georgia, who faced a death penalty for engaging in peaceful protest. As it stands now, the voting section of this bill will not help the thousands of black people who want to vote. It will not help the citizens of Mississippi, of Alabama, and Georgia who are qualified to vote for lack of sixth grade education. One man, one vote is an African crop. It is our tool. It must be ours. We must have legislation that will protect the Mississippi sharecropper, who is put off of his farm because he dared to register to vote. We need a bill that will provide for the homeless and starving people of this nation. We need a bill that will ensure the equality of a maid who earns $5 a week in a home of a family whose income is $100,000 a year. We must have a good FEPC bill. My friends, let us not forget that we are involved in a serious social revolution. But by and large, American politics is dominated by politicians who build their career on immoral compromising and align themselves with open form of political, economic, and social exploitation. There are exceptions, of course. We salute those. But what political leader can stand up and say, my party is the party of principles? For the party of Kennedy is also the party of Eastland. 
The party of Javelins is also the party of Goldwater. Where is our party? Where is the political party that will make it unnecessary to march on Washington? Where is the political party that will make it unnecessary to march in the streets of Birmingham? Where is the political party that will protect the citizens of Albany, Georgia? Do you know that in Albany, Georgia, nine of our leaders have been indicted, not by the Dixocrats, but by the Frederick government for peaceful protests. But what did the Frederick government do when Albany Deputy Sheriff beat Attorney C.B. King and left him half dead? What did the Frederick government do when local police official kicked and assaulted the pregnant wife of Slater King and she lost her baby? Those who have said be patient and wait, we must say that we cannot be patient. We do not want our freedom gradually, but we want to be free now. We are tired. We are tired of being beaten by policemen. We're tired of seeing our people locked up in jail over and over again. And then you holler, be patient. How long can we be patient? We want our freedom, and we want it now. We do not want to go to jail, but we will go to jail if this, this is the price we must pay for love, brotherhood, and true peace. I appeal to all of you to get in this great revolution that is sweeping this nation. Get in and stay in the streets of every city, every village and hamlet of this nation until true freedom comes, until the revolution of 1776 is complete. We must get in this revolution and complete the revolution. For in the Delta of Mississippi, in Southwest Georgia, in the Black Belt of Alabama, in Harlem, in Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and all over this nation, the black masses are on the march for jobs and freedom. We're talking about slow down and stop. We will not stop. All of the forces of Eastland, Barnett, Wallace, and Thurman will not stop this revolution. If we do not get meaningful legislation out of this Congress, the time will come when we will not confine our march into Washington. We will march through the South, through the streets of Jackson, through the streets of Danville, through the streets of Cambridge, through the streets of Birmingham. But we will march with the spirit of love and with the spirit of dignity that we have shown here today. By the forces of our demand, our determination, and our numbers, we shall splinter the segregated South into a thousand pieces and put them together in the image of God and democracy. We must say, wake up, America, wake up, for we cannot stop, and we will not and cannot be patient. That was a very, very powerful speech by Representative John Lewis. Once again, may he rest in peace. And we'll be right back 
we're going to hear a song from the Go-Go's. Who among you will be the next Einstein? A story of one of the most good minds of his generation. It's uh, like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV. So they say, could you repeat that? So I said, yeah. He saw the world in a way no one could imagine. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. You are the best natural code breaker I have ever seen. From the makers of A Beautiful Mind comes... I have a good brain. A good brain. You're a genius! He thought things that no one else thought. I'm an extremely stable genius. Donald Trump's very, very large brain. I know words. I have the best words. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. This November... This guy is up for re-election, for president. I have, like, a good memory because I'm cognitively there. A good brain. Coming to a person, woman, man, camera, TV near you. returned after a brief ad ladies and gentlemen now last night you got you have listened to belinda carlisle with heaven is a place on earth now many years later in 2016 now they've already had reunions and reunions and they've sang a lot of songs but during the billboard music awards you finally get to hear it once again yep it's the Go-Go's with We've Got the Beat. So, that's right, the Go-Go's. So, here they are live 2016 with one of the most iconic hits, We've Got the Beat. Here they are, the Go-Go's.
Wow, that song is awesome. Let's give it up for the Go-Go's. And that is it for tonight's edition of Random Stuff. Next week. Yes, next week will there will be more stuff. And especially person, woman, man, camera, TV. Just remember that. Good night.